Good morning, my friends. Dr. Joe's Making Motivation podcast here. That's what I need to do today is make some motivation. I had a pretty shitty weekend. All started Thursday night. Busy at the office. Had some crazy patients in toward the end. My son has rugby practice on Tuesdays and Thursdays, so... My wife had to obviously get him there, and I planned on showing up as soon as I could um, to catch the practice and to pick him up. And <clears throat> so she was sitting there. I guess she, my wife, had uh, some difficulty figuring out where practice the practice location was. Now, for whatever reason, I guess it's the available space or lack thereof, the practice location jumps around two or three different spots, depending upon the day. Now, this has been our first couple weeks in rugby, so we don't really know the ins and outs, and there were some discrepancies on the paperwork that they uh, provided to us as to the locations. And The last I saw it was going to be February entirety of February, we're going to be at Hatfield Elementary. Uh, Whether it's Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, which the practices are held on, there can be some deviation. So she was confused. I'm in the middle of a shitstorm, finishing up my night, trying to get to the rugby location to relieve her. And she calls the office. We didn't know. Front desk didn't know who it was. Thought it was Sandy. Turned out it was Mandy. Now, that should have been a logical enough conclusion to come to, that it was our my wife Mandy. But it was pandemonium in there, so it just, it just eluded us. So I go to visit my wife. I go to, to the field. And... My wife's sitting in there, freezing, running her car like everybody else, and she says, you know, we're talking, she says, I didn't know, and uh, I didn't know where it was, I was trying to reach you, and, and she was kind of pissed because she, she didn't get through, or we didn't know who it was, and she was frantic, trying to get him to practice, and I might have had the information, and, and I said, said something to the effect of, don't call me at the office. All right, now, I didn't mean it. Just frankly, don't call point blank. Don't call me at the office. Rather, I, I was disgusted that I, you know, for all the people that I try to help in my life and succeed, you know, I I, I do my best for my patients and my students and all that, and I've done a lot of good. I continue to. It's my passion. It's my work, helping people. Arguably, it is all of our work. It's frustrating to me sometimes that, you know, I can't be the one who's off at 3, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, that I'm at the office until 7 and 8 o'clock at night. I miss some of the things. I miss dropping the kids off at their sports and picking them up sometimes. And I miss Sam's got a flag football game tonight at 7 you know, I want to try to make that, but I'm going to be cutting it pretty close. 
So anyway, she's pissed at me because I told her not to call. And now she's worked. She's been doing this for 15 years. She knows that I didn't mean don't call. But sometimes she will She will call on my cell phone. And it's perched up. I, first of all, I never take calls from anybody. Secondly, it's up there, you know, perched up on the wall on a little window. And... Uh, It's inappropriate for me to answer the phone. If, so, if she calls my cell phone, which she has in the past, I'm gonna, I'm going to answer it, and I'm gonna be acting unprofessional. I, I'm gonna assume that there's some sort of emergency. So call the front desk. So the one that got away was that we did not recognize her amid the, the shit that was going down at the office. I'm talking about just it was good stuff. It was helping some people out of the office. This young single mom with three very young children who just go, you know, they're, they're a lot to handle. So they were taking shits and rotating in and out of the bathroom and we're trying to clean clean up and close up for the night and we just missed it. So we couldn't help the people that matter the most to us, namely my wife and, and kids. Then there was the issue where she was pissed at me as well, I guess, because... I didn't handle the uh, my, my daughter having problems at school the way that she would have, or I don't know. I brought it up again when she had handled it. I talked to you folks before about my daughter's uh, elementary school woes, where she just doesn't like her teacher. She seems relatively um, poorly adjusted. You know, I just saw her walk to the bus stop. She's kind of fucking slinking up there and your bus stop, you know, get over there and those are your friends and your community and say good morning and get on the bus and go to school. So she's having some problems. We've all been there as a young person trying to adjust, trying to find our way in this world. And that's Lily's world is to go to school. It's her job. It's like it's my job to head into healthy balance right now. And, uh, fix people. It's a beautiful Monday morning, 8 o'clock, first patient's at 9.30, so I can go dick around a little bit, get some things done, get some things prepared, but I got to figure out how I'm going to prepare, repair this shit with my wife, because the weekend was horrible. I was in a horrible mood because Friday night I get home, you know, I did not really, I had a long day, I was looking forward to getting home and getting off and spending time with the family. We go out to our Mexican place and we sit there and I I put my arm around my wife, she's leaning away from me, I try to give her a kiss as soon as I get home from the office, she's you know, kind of blowing me off, and then she gave me silent treatment, like I'm supposed to figure out what I did wrong and apologize for it, and, you know, I, I told you the deal, <clears throat> you know, the, the moving parts are, you know, she's frustrated because she's freaking taxed at school teaching special ed students, dealing with the politics of that, and then when she gets home, she handles everything at the house, I'm not home yet, you know, 
I help however I can, but she's, she's got her boots on the ground. When the kids get off the school bus, from that time, she hears how their day was, you know, let's get you fed, let's get you off to practice, and then I arrive a couple hours later. And I wish I could help her with that. I wish I could be more present, but it's just not, you know, dual income, two kids, a thousand different uh, extracurricular activities. This is the way that cookie crumbles, man. And so it kind of boils down to, once again, you know, who's playing what role? Who's, who's doing what? You know, and she said, that really hurt my feelings. She said, your work, your work has always been more important. I mean, my work has been important because I'm a sole proprietor and historically been the breadwinner of the family. You know, and she's been back to work for about five years, and the extra income and the benefits are big time appreciated. There are days when I absolutely love my work, and there are days when I'm like, fuck, man, it'd be great to have a nine to fiver, you know? For this reason, you know, I mean, I'm not a complete deadbeat dad. I don't miss my kids, um, all their shit, but there's no way around it. She does, handles the lion's share of um, work around the house and taking care of the kids and doing the laundry and making lunches and all that stuff. And I'd like to help her. I'd like to, you know, I'd like to, to help her. You know, we don't fight. We barely ever fight. But when we do it, it's always something like this. It's always something like, you know, the resources. Uh, You work too much. You, you know, your work is... My work isn't more important than them. I mean, they don't realize that. That I would rather be with them. That I would, you know, if, if it really came between... If I had to choose between the two, I'd fucking close my practice. Or I change my job. You know, I've even taken teaching positions. Uh, environment that, uh, an occupation that requires less of my physical time. Less of my energy. It's just that full-time positions are few and far between. And I'm a great chiropractor. And we've got a good business, you know, that's, that's helped us stay afloat for a very long time and do quite well buy a house in the country, you know, have two cars, go on a couple vacations a year. You know, but honestly, there, there's some truth to what she said, you know, I did tell her, don't call me at the office, and I I didn't mean, but I did, certainly didn't mean it, like, don't call me, don't bother me, and I'm sorry if she felt like, you know, she was alone and, and had to figure everything out on her own where I might have been able to help her figure out this practice location. On top of everything else she does. I didn't want her to feel like that, and I am responsible for making her feel like that, but I was in such a bind. I was ready to get the fuck out of there and 
kind of disgusted at the situation and ultimately it does come down to that I'm frustrated that I can sometimes am challenged taking care of the people who I love the most who I really want to be there for you know all the time and that's not very realistic though to think that you're going to be there all the time can't be in my daughter's classroom to help her become adjusted and you know sort out whatever problems or admonish her teacher or admonish my daughter you know I can't be there for to coach my son's every uh, game or play as much of a role as I would like to I don't I don't have that kind of work I envy as stated I envy some people who do because these are the things that matter most not that it justifies it but my dad was the same way you know he worked for the power company as a lineman and you know there's a lot of times that he got home after 5, 6 o'clock at night we would try to you know, they'd get me to karate or soccer or wrestling practice, however they could. But these are the these are the logistics that challenge even the strongest family. But what angers me the most about this situation is that uh, you know our home is a sacred place, basically consists of. A sectional couch, you know, beautiful home, but a sectional couch with a TV and a little dining room, and this is where we spend our time together during waking hours. It's our place. This is our home. And I don't want to be fighting all weekend with my wife. I felt miserable. I felt sick. For most of the weekend, because we weren't talking, and then, you know, Friday was Friday night, Saturday morning, I was still steaming, and she wanted to go, you know, for a birthday party. It was my birthday week on Wednesday, the 26th of February. She wanted to go to her mom's, who's a wonderful person, made my favorite food, and you know, got me a wonderful present, and and all this stuff. Did made a, a cake for me. Not being disrespectful, but I don't really feel like separate uh, celebrating. Feel much like celebrating my birthday when I'm fighting. We're fighting with with one another. So I told her to shit can that and don't buy me anything. And honestly, I don't want anything. I want a good relationship with my wife. You know. I want. You know, unconditional love and support. And I want to feel, you know, part of me feels like like a shithead. Because at the end of the day, everything that I do is for them. So I'm frustrated that, you know, she comes out with, after boils it all down, says, I do everything. You know? When it comes to things around the house, I guess that's largely true. Um, I, I feel like saying, well, if it's, uh, if you do everything, then I'll, 
shit, you know. I'd be more than happy to quit my job and switch places and be Mr. Mom, you know what I mean? But this is our, this is our, this is what I do. And it's our income, a big part of it. Everything I do, though, I do it, and it sometimes makes me miserable, makes me crazy. And it's wonderful at the same time, being Dr. O. And now I have to go into the into my practice and open it and get everything all settled to serve my patients, take care of my clients so that they can pay me, so that I can bring that money home to my family, and put braces on kids, and replace carpets and you name it pay bills of every type and variety so I feel as much as I admit that she does do the majority of things and handles everything from the bills to the housekeeping for the most part cooking dinners and making lunches and taking care of everybody at the school, at her, at her job, and so on and so forth. And I, I don't blame her for being a little resentful. There's also the ways that I support the family. And I, I think I do a good job. I, do, I certainly do my best. That's my purpose in life. My purpose in life is to go to work, have a busy, productive, um, lucrative day, helping people and getting paid to help them, billing insurance companies, taking cash, so that I can go home with my head held high like some hunter-gatherer of old who enters the cave <clears throat> with a bunch of fresh meat and fish and fucking roots and shit you pulled out of the ground, whatever it is. Something I found cool that I found on the ground for the kids. I mean, I, I'm trying to provide for my family. Everything is for them. You know, we're watching Bear Grylls. Lily and I have been watching this Bear Grylls survivor man sur survive in the wild or whatever, where you get to choose your thing. You come to this ravine, do you use this vine to get across? Do you use this tree to shinny across that somehow? And, you know, depending upon whether it's a sound or, or a stupid idea, that's gonna dictate whether his mission is a failure or success. So, um, ain't that life? Try to make all the right moves, make all the right decisions. And sometimes you're going to get it wrong. Try to use the best information you have at your disposal. 
try to make all the right moves, make everybody happy, but sometimes you can't. And my wife shares with me that, you know, she hasn't been doing so well because she's, she's, says that she's on the edge of a breakdown. And I think that a lot of that, you know, she complains a lot about her work. Yet she loves it and she's great at it. Just like I would complain about my work or Joe Blows can complain about his job right now. Listen, I mean, it's... It's something you got to do. It's a necessity in this life to have work, to produce something, to make money so that you can, you know, it's, listen, I'm not, it's not my favorite thing. And I love the things I do. I love taking care of people. I love helping people fix, fix them up. I love teaching people. It's wonderful. But of course, it's not what I want to be doing right now, right? I'd like to be sleeping in or going on a nice walk with a dog or cleaning the house up, you know, putting on a deck, going on a vacation, you know, uh, spending some time with my wife, just she and I. And the times that we have for that are few and far between. Well, you know, we need to build it in. We need to make it. Yeah, it seems like that, but, it all, uh, you know, we should. But it seems like... The opportunities for us to work on our relationship and spend genuine time together and, you know, it's like that's going to happen when the kids are out of school. On the one hand, these are the most precious times imaginable because the kids are young and they're impressionable and they're, you know, making friends and going to school and learning what they can and participating in sports and finding their way and we support them however possible typically to the point that if there's she and I have any differences we just don't talk about it we just move on we'll have these little spats and this is probably the biggest one we've ever had and I gotta say I'll reiterate as I pull up to the office here it sucked I was very unhappy all weekend very unhappy the strategy is to not now not drag that into my week because I don't want this to steamroll into my day I want to be productive this morning I want to be motivated I want to be um, taking care of my people so I can't go to the office all fucking you know flipping out and unhappy and stuff I'm supposed to make them happy it's Monday for them, and i got to take it all on the chin because they have all kinds of problems and aches and pains and stuff like that. It's my job. It's my job, and I love it, and I love my family. I love them more than my job. But it's not a matter of choosing, is it? i got to do both. I gotta do it all. That's hard sometimes, very hard. Trying to make everybody happy. It's my job to make everybody happy. 
at my own expense and at the expense of the ones that I love. I don't, you know, that's not the idea. I need balance. Practice is called healthy balance. Well, today's a new day. Sorry for the depressing post here. I know that everybody has these challenges in their lives, and this is small potatoes as compared to what some people deal with. It's a quandary and something I need to sort out. You know, try to maintain a, an even keel, a level head, breathe deeply, take care of myself. I don't want to be mad at my, my wife. I don't want her to be angry at me or, or you know, sit on some um, a situation where she is unhappy or I'm being rude or I'm not supporting as much as I could. I'm sure that's the case. But it's not my choosing to be like that. It's not like a conscious decision that I make, you know, to come into work and uh, neglect my family. Feels like that. And now I wonder, is that is that my... Here I thought I was doing the right things, making the right decisions, going to work every day and being responsible and... You know, trying to drum up business here at the office and help people so that I could ultimately cash some big checks and take care of my family. I don't know. But I'm going to make it a good day. I'm going to do my very best. That's what I say when people ask me, when my kids ask me, my wife asks me, how was your day? I did my best. That's true. And so, that's short for, it sucked a lot of the time, because it can. Because when you leave yourself out there, when you take care of everybody else, you're looking, um, probably needing TLC for your own self. So, i got to work on that, too. Love and respect. Hey!